What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Two Brothers in Their Sports podcast, and a special welcome back to Arsh. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here. So we're going to start off by talking about the Josh Allen deal. Six-year, $258 million extension to stay with the Buffalo Bills, which is a huge deal. Highest paid NFL player right now in the world. So that is a huge deal. Then we're going to talk about the NBA free agency where everyone is landing um, some of the biggest names like Kawhi Leonard, Chris Paul, Kyle Lowry, all have changed or re-signed with their teams. So we're going to talk about that. And then finally, we're going to talk about Messi. Actually, he agreed to his contract, and we did a breaking news episode on this. It's in the top right corner if you're listening on YouTube. We did a breaking news episode where Lionel Messi agreed to a contract, but he actually never returned back to camp due to problems with the managing, with the staff, and with the manager. So he actually never returned back to camp to sign the deal after they won, um, after Argentina won that uh, tournament. And now he's saying he's not going to return to Barcelona. PSG has offered him a deal, and he just announced that he's going to hold a press conference tomorrow, Sunday at 6 p.m., to talk about this. Also, if you enjoy this type of content, consider subscribing. We release episodes weekly every Friday, and additionally, we release YouTube shorts every Sunday and Wednesday. And also, we have breaking news episodes for huge deals that come out. Now, enjoy the episode. So, I think this is great for Josh Allen. He deserves this money. And uh, just on a side note, he was rated an 88 in Madden 22, which just shows to prove how much he's being underrated. Disrespected. Yeah, I, I, I would think that he should be like a 97 or somewhere up in the high 90s. And he's like that in real life too. Most people are underestimating him. I think he's better than Russell Wilson, who's a 96. Yeah. So. I think that he should earn this amount of money, if not more. He's going to be great this season, and he's just going to keep getting better and better. And it's going to be a tough race in the AFC for generations to come, but this is going to be a stepping stone for new QBs. And I believe it's going to be uh, Patrick Mahomes versus Josh Allen for the next few years with them in the AFC. Both of them are locked up for, like, over five years. Patrick Mahomes locked up for ten years uh, Josh Allen locked up for six, six years. years. Yep. Yeah. So this is going to be going on for a long time, and we're going to be able to see this great rivalry. I think it might even become to the caliber of Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady. I and don't think so. Wait. So do you think this deal is is worth it? Like, is Josh Allen worth this money? Yeah, I think this is totally worth it. He should get this amount of money, if not more, and he's going to be great on the Bills. They have a franchise QB. I I think the Bills extremely extremely overpaid for Josh Allen. Okay, he was he only threw twenty touchdowns two years ago. Last year he had a breakout season. Everyone's ranking him a top three QB, which okay that's fine. But they just obviously he's going into his fourth year in the NFL. But you can't just like or going into his fifth year. But you can't just like pay a quarterback who might be a franchise QB. They don't even know if he is. He just had one breakout season, and they're paying him this much money. They're paying him $258 million over six years. He is not worth that. Just because he had a change and a breakout year because of Stephon Diggs does not mean he is worth this money. I mean, he, he didn't even put on a show with his running ability like he normally does. So, and, okay. it, and this is not... 
Uh, this is just the Bills way overpaid for this. They I think they could have safely got Josh Allen for six years, probably closer to two hundred fifteen million or two hundred thirty million. There's no need to pay almost two hundred sixty million for a guy that had a breakout season. I get it. He could be great. It could be Patrick Mahomes versus Josh Allen the rest of their careers in the AFC. But Arsh, I know Arsh, I know you're really high on Josh Allen. But I I'm I really don't. I don't dislike Josh Allen, but I don't have a preference on Josh Allen. I just think that this is not worth it. Because he only had one breakout year. They didn't even have a proper running back. So it was only passing the ball. Zach Moss is not a proper running back. He cannot make that argument. Neither is Devin Singletary. So they were only they were forced to only pass the ball. And they only had Stefan Diggs. John Brown was in and out of the lineup. And Gabriel Davis made a couple appearances. So it was mainly Stefan Diggs. And that's why Stefan Diggs amassed 14, over 1,400 yards. Josh Allen is not Josh Allen is not worth this money. That's just the that's just the end point of it. That's the bottom line. He's not worth this money. Now, we could say something that if he gets a running back and if they I'm Sean McDermott's a pretty good coach too. But if they get a running back and he's having these gains or if he makes his gain again this year or he does uh, puts up crazy numbers again this year, which in fantasy he's projected to have the most points per game. I think that he'll be worth it. But, Arsh, Arsh, how, how in any way, in any world, even in an opposite dimension, do you think Josh, Josh Allen is worth this money? I just don't get it. I don't, I, I can't see how he's worth this much. They're all, okay, I think that all of the Bills, their Bills are building their roster very well. All of them could be starters on any team, even the best teams, including Zach Moss. I think Zach Moss is an average running back. But the point is that shows Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. But I don't see you saying that Patrick Mahomes isn't worth it. And Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is not average. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is above average. He's projected to have a bounce back year this year, and I I believe in that. I, I believe in that. I don't think that Clyde Edwards. I think Zach Moss is around the same level as Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and I think that Joe Bur. I mean, um, sorry, that Josh Allen is going to have another breakout year and solidify him as a QB for the future this year. Okay. I, you can believe, I believe that, I, I mean, I'm, I'll take that in stride, but I just don't think that Josh Allen is worth this kind of money. I, I get he had a very good season last year, and I get he's probably going to have a good season this year, but he's due for regression. You can't keep up those numbers, 40 passing touchdowns, um, over, for, over 4,000 passing yards, and you only have Stefan Diggs, and even he now, do it again. no, but even now they they add in Emmanuel Sanders, which I don't think is that great of an addition, just because Emmanuel Sanders is pretty old now. Got drafted in two thousand ten. It's his eleven, twelve season in the NFL, and they still don't have a good running back. They were projected to take Najee Harris or Travis Etienne in the first round. They didn't take any of them. So who knows? I mean, personally, I think after one year you can't just sign a guy to this contract. I get it was his, it's his fifth year. So they have to make a decision and they don't want to do something like Dak where they have to keep franchise tagging him and then pay him a lot of money later if he still proves that he's great. I mean, he is, so far, this se- last season, he proved he was a top QB in the NFL. But there's no way you can sustain those numbers and that means that there's no way you're worth this much money. He's getting paid more than Patrick Mahomes, over $47 million this year. Or not this year, next year. And... He's he's been he's worth more than Patrick Mahomes right now. He's getting paid more. Patrick Mahomes is the best QB. Patrick Mahomes is already a top ten QB ever in the NFL. I think so. You can't just put Josh Allen. 
getting paid over him. Obviously, the quarterback money, pay, how much they're paid every year, always goes up because you have better people signing each year. But there's no way that Josh Allen can pass Patrick Mahomes and be rated better than Patrick Mahomes. That just doesn't make any sense. And, but I do agree. I talked about this last week. If you haven't checked out our Madden 22 ratings, it's in the top right corner on YouTube. But I did say that he was extremely disrespected with his 88 overall. There's been a lot of big deals for NBA free agency, but we're going to break down the biggest ones for you guys. So, like I mentioned in the introduction, we're going to start off by talking about Kawhi Leonard and Chris Paul, who both are expected, one of them, Chris Paul did re-sign with the Suns, but Kawhi Leonard is expected to re-sign with the Clippers. What happened with Kawhi Leonard is he declined the deal, that the, or his extension that the Clippers offered him, but he, he declined it, but is expected to re-sign with the team, just renegotiate for a bigger contract. So for the Clippers, that's an A-plus, getting back a top 10 player in the league, top five player on defense definitely maybe top five player overall he made the nba all defensive team this year so he's really really good the claw getting him back in uh los angeles for the clippers is a huge deal so that's great for the clippers then chris paul agreeing with the suns i think chris paul was a huge disappointment in the nba finals i think arsh would you agree with that or what do you think yeah i agree that chris paul he didn't average that much in uh the games he choked basically the last four games and that was probably his one chance to win the finals it's going to be hard for the suns to make a comeback yeah i agree so especially with the run they had with campaign um cam johnson mikhail bridges Devin Booker and Chris Paul. So obviously they got Chris Paul back, but I don't think this is a great deal for the Suns. They paid him a lot of money to stay with the team, and I think it's a three or four year deal. And they he's staying with the team, and I just think Chris Paul is not worth it anymore. I that was I think this was the last year was the last year in his prime that he had to win a chip. He did not. So I think this is a B or B minus rate for the Suns. They paid a lot of money out of their cap just to get Chris Paul back. And then one of the bigger ones, which, Arsh, I don't know if you remember, Kyle Lowry was rumored to be traded at trade deadline last year. Yeah. Yeah, so he actually agreed to a deal with the Heat. So for the Heat, they were able to bring him in. They bring back Victor Oladipo. They also brought back Duncan Robinson and Jimmy Butler. So the Heat are going to, I expect the Heat to be in top five contention in the East. So I think that that's also a great deal in A. And then Mike Conley agreed to a deal with the Jazz. DeMar DeRozan agreed with the Bulls. So, Arsh, what do you think about those deals? I'll let you take it away from here. Yeah, I think that Mike Conley agreeing with the Jazz, he's going back to um, his team. And I think that that's going to be really good for the Jazz. And they're going to have to keep building. They're pretty close to the finals this year. And for Kyle Lowry going to the Heat, that's also going to be good for the Heat. They might be able to make the finals again. And Lonzo Ball and DeMar DeRozan and Alex Caruso going to the Bulls. That's going to be really nice to see what's going to happen. Caruso's defense is great. He's signed for a four-year deal. Okay, but Alex Caruso has had some issues in the past. So I don't know if that's a great deal. But I agree with DeMar DeRozan and Lonzo Ball. What would you rank those if you had to? Like, grades? Uh, I would say Lonzo Ball is an A because of his playmaking. He's going to be great for the Bulls, especially with him, Caruso, DeMar, and... Uh, Zach Levine, um, that's going to be... And really... Nikola Vucevic. Yeah. Don't forget about him. Markinen, he's... Lori Markinen, yeah. yeah. Lori Markinen is going to be also pretty good. So they almost have a big five, not of like Hall of Fame player caliber players, but good enough players that they should be able to go deep into the playoffs. I also think that DeMar DeRozan's about a B, 
And I would say that Alex Caruso is a B plus. And then Dennis Schroeder, he has he's an unrestricted free agent, hasn't signed yet. Spencer Dinwiddie signed with the Wizards for a huge contract as well. So I for the Wizards, they lost obviously a huge Russell Westbrook. They um, traded him. Yeah, so they traded they, him. So they got at what they think the value of him is. I I don't think. So. I mean, I think, I think that Russell Westbrook is nearing the end of his prime. He's probably already at the end of his prime. Um, but I think that you can't. Spencer Dinwiddie is gonna score on a nightly basis about fifteen to twenty points a game if you start him as a point guard. But you can't replace West, Russell Westbrook, who's uh, who has the all-time leader past the Big O in triple doubles in NBA history. I mean, that's that's not the main point. The main point is them winning games. But you can't replace Russell Westbrook with Spencer Dinwiddie. It's a great deal for the Wizards getting Spencer Dinwiddie. I believe in St- Spencer Dinwiddie. I think he's a great player. But he's not going to replace Russell Westbrook. And then two big deals. Kemba Walker and Evan Fournier, both former Celtics, and then Kemba Walker went to the Thunder at the end of last year, got traded or signed with the Knicks. So Evan Fournier, he was a huge disappointment for the Celtics. He had three games in his first 10 games where he had zero points, and he shot multiple shots in each of those games. So that's a big disappointment. But Evan Fournier, we saw what he was able to do on the Magic, and the Knicks are still a top landing spot for free agents. So... Evan Fournier signing there, and then also Kemba Walker signing there. Kemba Walker is a little older now with his knee issues. He was great with the Hornets, average with the Celtics, and then he didn't even play that much with the Thunder. So now they're both on the Knicks. So I think the Knicks are in a great position. And then Laurie Markkinen is restricted free agent, so we'll see where he goes right now. But those are all the big deals. Arsh, if you had to choose a top deal that was been done by any player, who do you think is the biggest deal going where? I think the biggest deal is probably uh, probably going to have to be uh, Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball? Yeah, Lonzo Ball signing with the Bulls because I believe he's going to be a big playmaker. And I also think that the Lakers made a really big mistake. Um, they made a really big mistake trading him away to the Pelicans. Well, to be fair, he was a huge disappointment on the Lakers. Would you agree with me on that? I do, but now, then he was good on the Pelicans, and he looks even better, and he's going... I, I think that he's going to be great on the on the Bulls, and that the Bulls are going to make a deep playoff run this coming year. I agree, but not, not about Lonzo, but I agree they're going to make a deep playoff run. But does that... That begs the question that is Lonzo Ball worth four years, $85 million? Is he worth that much? I think he is. I think he will be worth that much right now. It might not seem like it, but I think that he's going to be really, really good, and he's going to be a sleeper. Okay, I disagree, but I, if I had to choose the biggest deal, I'm definitely going to go with Kyle Lowry signing with the Heat. Um, we also see Ben Simmons is probably going to get traded or signed with a new team before the end or before the start of next season. But as of right now, the biggest deal, Kyle Lowry signing with the Heat, that's a huge deal. Also bringing back Victor Oladipo, Jimmy Butler, Duncan Robinson. But also another big deal that John Collins signed a huge contract, five-year contract with the Hawks. And they obviously drafted Jalen Johnson from Duke, who I'm a big fan of. We interviewed Jay Billis about that. If you haven't heard that, it's in the top right corner right now on YouTube. But we interviewed Jay Billis about uh, Jalen Johnson. He's a great player. He was very good on Duke, super explosive. He only played one year. They have obviously Trey Young, who got slept on on the Team USA basketball team. That is some major disrespect right there. Keldon Johnson is on that team over Trey Young. That makes no sense. But bringing back John Collins is another step for the Hawks. 
So there's been a bunch, a bunch of great trades or and signings. The Lakers have signed so many players. So if you had to rate their team, like how well do you think they're going to do in the playoffs? And if they're the favorites this year, Arsh, what do you think? Because I personally think that they, the Russell Westbrook trade is a big deal. I did a breaking news segment on that. But Russell Westbrook trade is a huge deal. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think it's going to work with, LeBron has to play point guard then. You can't have Russell Westbrook be the primary playmaker on that Lakers team. So that means you have to have, um, you have to have Russell Westbrook playing power forward or uh, shooting guard, and then you have to have LeBron playing point guard. But personally, I don't think this is going to work out. You, they got Carmelo too. Malik Monk, I think, is a great signing, even though he's only 11 points per game player. Um, and then Kendrick Nunn as well, who's also a great player. But I don't think this is going to work out. If I had to rate this, I'm definitely going to say like a B or B plus for the Lakers. Not even close to... I think they're definitely the favorites in the, in the West, but I don't think that they're going to get to the finals in the West because I... I, I just think that this is this team is going to fall apart in the playoffs. Arch, what do you think? I think that they... So, the Lakers, I think that they will do amazing in the playoffs. And I think that... I think if I had to give them a rating, it'd be A-plus for their free agency. I think they're going to be the best team in the NBA next year, the regular season. Maybe in the playoffs, they might fall apart like the Suns did. But I think it'll be like a Suns what happens with the Suns where they make it all the way to the finals and then it just depends on how they play the late crunch time games and what happens then is whether they'll win the finals or not. Lionel Messi is rumored now to sign with PSG after agreeing to a contract with Barcelona but then declining it. So Arsh, what are your thoughts on this? We did a segment on this earlier in the year. But what do you think about this? Should Messi have stayed in Barcelona? Where do you think he's going to go? And do you think that Barcelona made a huge mistake here? I think that they made a huge mistake. And now Messi, is, I believe, is going to go to PSG. And they have now, if, if they get Messi, they'll have Messi, Neymar, Mbappe, Sergio Ramos, uh, Di Maria. Their team is going to be stacked with Messi. And I think that they're, they're going to win amazing. Their team is going to be awesome, and there won't be that much stopping them when they have the best player, and arguably the best player, Mbappe, and some people call him the GOAT, and Messi, plus Neymar, plus arguably the best defender, Sergio Ramos. It's going to be really hard to stop PSG, and Barcelona made a huge mistake not treating Messi the right way that they should have. They would have gotten him for more years. They would have won more. But now I think the reign of terror with Barcelona is coming to an end when Neymar has walked away to PSG, and now Messi is going to do the same thing. I disagree. I think Messi, he is a great player, and obviously he wanted to be a lifer at Barcelona. But it's obvious that this, even if he signed this contract, there still would be disputes with between Messi and the coaching staff. That's not even a question. Just a contract's not going to mend all their relationship issues that they've had in the past. So I think that personally, it's better for Messi to leave. Now, I thought PSG and Manchester City, I thought, were the two biggest landing spots for Messi to go. Right now, he's actually reportedly agreed to a contract with PSG, reportedly. And that's even before he's held his press conference where he actually announces that he's going to leave by, like, from himself, he's going to announce it. So, and Juan Laporta actually says that, quote, we are over the salary limit that we are allowed. It is as simple as that. But that is not as simple as that because they signed, 
They had the contract. They agreed to the contract with Messi, and he was expected to take a huge pay cut just to stay with Barcelona. And I think he probably would have signed that deal if there were not this much issues. Juan Laporta and the whole Barcelona coaching staff and managed staff is not taking care of the GOAT of soccer. I think that it's as simple as that. They're not taking care of him. They don't care about him at all. And uh, granted, they did get him Sergio Aguero. But that was a last-minute desperation attempt to try and keep Messi. And it did not work. So I think that, first of all, this is a huge deal. Because, like our, like you mentioned, Messi is the GOAT. Messi is one of the best players of all time. So, to have him leave is such a great... It's it's such it's going to have such an impact on Barcelona's future. And I think Barcelona's back to the rebuilding stage, even after they signed Dest and they signed Griezmann. So, well, actually, they, they're about to release Griezmann, too. So, they're definitely going to rebuild. But I think that Messi, the best place for him to go, the best possible place... After Sergio Aguero left Manchester City, I think the best possible place for him to go is um, the best pos- the best possible place for him to go is Paris Saint Germain PSG because you have one of the top five players in the world right now Mbappe there Neymar his former teammate who's trying to recruit him to play there and then you also have um, like you mentioned Sergio Ramos former Real Madrid player who Messi was rivals with, but I'm sure they can get along as well. Um, and Manchester City, you're pretty much left with Kevin De Bruyne and Raheem Sterling um, and um, and Rashford. They lost Sergio Aguero, who's a top player there too, So to Barcelona. So Messi, the bottom line is Messi's not being treated how Messi should be treated and how he wants to be treated, which is the reason why Barcelona is not, or he's not staying with Barcelona. But yes, I think he should go to PSG, and I think that is a huge deal. And if he were to go there, expect PSG to be one of the top teams in League One. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Two Brothers and Their Sports podcast. If you guys enjoy what you hear, consider subscribing. It's free. Also consider leaving us a like. It goes a long way to help promote our channel and helps us get our viewers out there. So thank you guys so much. Also, consider leaving us a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. If you tell us a subject you'd like us to talk about, we may feature you guys in the next episode. Until next time, we're the two brothers in their sports podcast, Deuces. Deuces.